When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so happy you decided to join us today. Before we jump into the podcast, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. I think my record, I, I forget. I always want to say it's 47, but I think it's 27 seconds to take this thing. It's so easy to set up and take down. Um, it, it's so nice with the screens now and how it comes with workouts and things for the players to do. Um, you, you will not be disappointed in it. Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $400. You said it right. I, I went to them and I said, I got to take care of my people. Uh, $350 is not enough. You mentioned Coach Unplugged, and they'll give you $400 off your next purchase. So go over and check it out. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's what allows me to put this podcast out every day. It's what allows me to put all the free resources and things I do out into the world. It pays the bills. So go over and check it out. 14-day free trial. It is a one-stop shop for basketball coaches. It is everything that you need. You get my email address. You're able to contact me. You're able to jump in our office hours. You're able to find anything. If we don't have it, we'll find it for you along with a 14-day free trial. So go over and check that out. Also, we'd love if you love these podcasts. Um, we'd love you if you went over and checked out High School Hoops or the 5-Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast or the Funnel Down Defense Podcast. We'd love if you go check those out. We'd also love if you left a five-star review. All right, let's head off to the pod. Let's head off. Bye. That's rule of one. Rule two, the rule two is if you really cannot solve it with yourself and you cannot make head or tail of what the hell this coach is saying and you start you begin to think I'm going crazy, go ask a teammate. Right. And I said, and if you and your teammate can't, solve it out. together then i have failed you then come to me in that way i'm solving two problems not one right <laughs> i love that uh, and, and and they're like okay so if they come around and i uh, there's like little things just little things where they turn on they're like uh coach uh, so when i start practice i put all the water bottles in a corner of the gym and i put um uh, i asked them to put their we have a bench on the side and i turn on say right so we have lights and light and dark tops 
as any of your lights or dark tops that you need to actually put on uh, during the course of this practice need to be on that bench. We do a, I do a preseason talk on something called the diet of dependency, um, where I turn on and I said, right, the diet of dependency is you must do everything. Your parents don't do it for you. Um, do you do you put on your own t-shirt? Yes. Do you put on your underwear? Yes. Do you put tie your own shoelaces? That's great. So there, there's nothing that your parents should be doing. The data dependency is on you. Right. And during practice, the data dependency is still on you. It's not on me. Right. Uh, I am here to make you a better basketball player. It's on you to become a better basketball player and be open to that. Um, I love that. Um, yeah, it, it's like I don't deal. There's like all those wasted time things. It's like... I tell them, if you need a drink, you can get a drink whenever you want, but yeah. you're in charge of your own water bottle, bringing it, taking it away, blah, blah, blah. That's not- the only, the only yeah. thing I have enforced this year is I've given, I've turned on, I've said, we're going to have five timeouts during a training session. Okay, these are, these are my tools for practice. Okay. This is the kind of stuff I want to talk to you about. These are my tools during practice. Um, kids have the ability to reset any drill. So they can scream reset, that resets, right? They also have the ability to call one timeout per drill. So if they want to call a timeout, they have a 60 second timeout to get their teammates together in a, in a huddle, talk to them, talk to each other. And then uh, we, we go back out onto the floor. How often so do they do that? They have a reset, but they, they're allowed one timeout every drill. They don't have but, to use it. But how often do they do it? They, they started doing it. They started okay. the reset button got called a few times. And then when some of the younger guys just couldn't fathom what the hell is going on, the older guys called. They said, "Hey, coach, can I get timeout?" Like, "Yep, sure, you got timeout." There's 60 seconds on the clock. Go. Right. And they all and get. You keep like, the clock running during practice. I keep. I keep yeah. the clock. I think that's. Running. I think that's key. It's like. Everything. Yeah, everything. It's like because I want them to be, get used to looking at it too. It's like that's so, you know. So that's that's that that's this. You move. You you you've kind of introduced the second level of it, and I give them five timeouts during a two-hour practice. Uh, our uh, to our pride now to our pride is very very closely mimics a game that we have four quarters 40 minutes 10 minutes um uh 10 minutes is a is um is our halftime okay. um and we have like usually a 10 10 minute uh, pre-game so that it kind of mimics a two-hour uh game session so we 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 i have five timeouts each of which is 60 seconds i give them two in the first hour and i and i can take three in those timeouts, they want to drink water. They all go to the corner that we've that designated for water, and we they drink their water. And I'm and I'm talking to them. However, this year I made a conscious decision that in those timeouts they talk first. Oh, I like that. Fifteen seconds they reflect on whatever's going on because they need to have, give me a hundred percent of their attention. Right. So let them get up, give them fifteen seconds to let them do what the hell they need to do. If I can't deliver in forty-five seconds what I need to be telling them, I'm in the wrong. Damn if you job. can't deliver in thirty, because yeah, literally, think about it. Normal this, timeout. This is my breakdown: fifteen seconds reflection, thirty seconds. They now listening to me. Fifteen seconds at the end is they reiterate or they repl- they re- repeat what they need to be doing okay. on the floor. So that I am I'm closing the loop of learning, um, which I've taken stolen from my wife. Right. But it's true. But it's true. It's because you got, you got, we, we literally live in a Snapchat slash, you know, yeah. this world that the, everything's, so they got to be able to do it in 30, 20, 30 seconds. Boom, 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 boom. If they yeah, can't, they're not, and yeah. they've, they've really responded well to that. And like they've that. kind of bonded. And what we've turned around enough, my, my agreement with them is if they start a timeout, finish a timeout, right. 
anything must anything like that they must accompany with positive touches so you must you see another teammate on the street that must there must be a positive touch now that can be a high five a fist bump i don't care what it is right i'm not too bothered but there must be some kind of positive touches going on yeah and um i've kind of stolen that it's the three um, clap thing two or the two clap thing when yeah, things aren't going yeah. well that's what we do that's, that's crazy you say you say that um i was watching the euros this year um lithuania was playing at the under 16s there in division a which division one uh sorry division a uh, and they're one of the top teams and it's crazy because i sat there and i'm like i was watching this under 16 games the lithuanians are shooting a free throw usually if you're playing at home the whole gym goes silent, right? The Lithuanians, when they go to the free throw, their home team are clapping. And I couldn't like, I, I was like baffled by the whole situation. I'm going, right. So one of the GB coaches that I know that actually works with us, I messaged him. I'm like, listen, Mac, you, do, you have, do you have access to any of the Lithuanian coaches? He's like, yeah. He's like, I've got some that stay in the same hotel. I'm like, listen, can we ask like, what the, why do they actually clap right. during um, the free throws? And he was like, I've already asked them that. And I was like, okay. He says, because they, they, the coach turns around and the, whole, the entire gym turns around and says, it is more stressful to shoot the ball if there's a complete silence. So if you're used to sl- like shoot the ball with all that noise, which right. is in the gym, balls are bouncing, everything is yep. all, everyone's clapping, just making noise going, don't worry about it, just stay calm through it. Right. Says, it's more stressful to shoot in the silent gym. And I'm like, that's there's been studies too i was reading something that basically you, you, basically by the third clap you should let yeah. it go like i yeah. just made a bad pass it turns it's like all right rather than getting your there's some yeah. there's a there's an energy with clapping yeah. you know it's a it's yeah. hum, it's it's in our blood somewhere you know it's just human nature there's something with that noise yeah like that's that's what i tell my boys by the third clap if you better let it go or we're gonna have some issues you know um, yeah, I mean that, that, that's that's it. Just kind of move on. It's that next possession mentality that I keep telling my, my boys yep. about. And they need a cue. They need a cue. At, you know, even the younger, you yeah, need yeah, some sort of cue cool. that this is we're done. Okay, next. Because yeah, I mean this this time around at, at in Edinburgh, even in a in a real game, I turned around, I told the boys, I said, right, in the first half, I'm going to give you one time out. In the second half, you're going to get one time out. Right, I'm right. taking five of my timeouts. I'm going to work with three. Two of them are yours. The bench needs to tell me when they want it. Right. And fair enough. First half, actually, first end of first quarter, we were up only five. The score was thirteen eight. Um, they called the first time out. They're like, "Coach, we got to talk to everyone." I was like, "Okay, I'm 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 all right with that because now we're kind of moving into level one. Right. I'm not at level three anymore. And it's scary how quickly I have become that coach when I absolutely failed at being that coach last year with the under 18s Right. Had gotten and sometimes so- the 18s need more twos and twos and a halves, to be honest. Yeah. Sometimes they do because they're egos and they, they do. Um, yeah, it's not, we're not football coaches. That's the thing is you, you make one mistake in a football game, you lose, yeah. you know, soccer yeah. game, whatever. But there's hundreds of mistakes. That's the key is I think we as coaches in practice have to teach them how to let go of those mistakes quickly yeah. especially it, 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 that, that's that's my main goal for this year my main goal this year is to make sure my reflection sheets are all on are all documented so when i kind of have that that end of season meeting with all the parents and kids i'll and say right this is what we've done through the year there's right. the kind of strengths weaknesses and things that, that the kids um exhibited this is what it looks like they did a, there was a lot of progress made in december there was not a lot of progress made in december and then there's one done at the end of the, at the end of the season progress through this through the course of the season. So, I mean, um, that's going to be interesting for me. That's going to be like one thing that we're going to do this year 
The second thing is I'm I'm just it's going to be fundamentals, fundamentals, fundamentals this year because if kids are going to go through this program and I have the opportunity to impact what is the base of players coming through with my program, I'm I have to put in the work this year, right? With regards to that, and it doesn't like so we're we're going to go through skills checklist the ones that I shared with you. Yep, that's great. We've already they should have already checklist a lot of that stuff uh, prior to coming to me because. That's done at a club level, right. so I'm an academy coach. They've they've risen up to academy now. That skills checklist should be checked off. However, there's going to be things where I, for example, I turned around and I said, right, um, do you know what are the four moves that consist of any dribble drive action that happens in within basketball? And they're like, yeah, coach, we know it. Um, there is a dribble. It's like, yeah. So there's a crossover. It's like, right. So there's a behind the back. I was like, right. So there's a spin move. I said, right. I said, is that your answers? I'm like, he's like, yeah, coach. That those are those are all the moves. I was like, no. I said, none of those involved. Like, what what fundamental moves? All everything that you've just told me. All I can see is there are four four consistent moves. There is a lead step, right, right, right leg lead step, left leg lead step, right leg lead cross, right leg left leg lead cross. I said, if you can master those four things, the rest of everything that you just told me, a Easy. crossover between the legs behind the backspin move, it, it all comes off those four very fundamental. So that it's kind of one of those things where I need to strip them back just a little bit because coaches have been overly enthusiastic of kind of saying, let's move them on, let's move them on, let's move them on, let's move them on. Right. right. And they come to me and they're like, well, I was like, great. So you're sitting there doing a behind the back dribble and you're not moving. Right. It's like so, breaking it down into threes. Like, you know, how do you rebound? Well, how do yeah. you, you know, get low? You got to turn the body. You got to find kind con- I mean, then you got to go. The, the one people forget is then you got to go get the ball kind of thing. You know, yeah. that. and we, we work on that actual contact and then pop, you know, um, yeah. that's hard. I've, I've so far dedicated one entire um, practice to just rebounding. Right. Just rebounding. Because it's a lost skill. It is. It's not something, you know, everyone's dribbling, like you said before. Everyone's working on their the dribble. Disease of the dribble. That's what it yeah, is. It the is. kids, the one, that's, what, that's what they see. They see Steph Curry warming up before a game. Two basketballs. I was like, right. I said, I have to keep reminding them, going, you know, that's what you see. There's one Steph Curry. There's eight million people. Yeah. And, and, and I looked at him, I said, yeah. I said, you, you forget he does that stuff to get him in the zone. He's not working on anything that's his. That's his way of actually just getting. That's his pregame ritual. Right. And that's part of his routine. And and this year we're I'm I'm going to do a lot of um, so the the progress is one thing, uh, the off the court stuff is another thing that I'm going to be yep. talking about this year. Um, I've made a conscious effort to actually talk to them about nutrition. Yeah, um, I think that's really good. Have, one of my Sleep. colleagues is actually very very qualified in uh, strength and conditioning and nutrition. So mm-hmm. he came along during camp and gave um gave an hour and a half talk about what because it's very strange with the younger ones because they have a lot of body image issues and like I'm not used to that with the with the older kids they were very much right with lights and darks where one's going to go skins and shirts and that's right. it we're, yeah. we're, we're off we were working they were not bothered by it, but this younger age group they're like oh okay um not too right. comfortable picking up my t-shirt right it's yeah just little stuff like that you know it is it, it's like it's one of those things where you kind of sit back after three days of practice and go here we go and the thing uh, is you got to talk about the nutrition part is huge and i i use the whole what kind of gas are you going to put in the engine kind of thing yeah. but then the um 
the sleep thing is huge at that age. Yeah. They're not getting enough sleep and it's too much screen time kills them. So that's what we, we during camp, um, this is another thing that we ended up doing. We, we talked about, um, are you a leisure athlete or are you a performance athlete? And they're like, Oh, it's like when you played for club and you enjoy being around your friends and we were, we were, you, you just love being, you love flying the club colors and you played at your local uh, CBL, which is like your AAU tournaments right. and you were not a traveling yep. team. It's just a local AAU tournament. You were, you were there to enjoy the sport of basketball. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, uh, so that's you being a leisure athlete. So what do you do that's different? That's a performance athlete. And we kind of broke it down going, right, you wake up in the morning, do you stretch? Do you foam roll? After a game, do you go home and fill the tub up, which is the bath, and with cold water and just sit in it? Because this is England. You don't really need ice in a, in a bathtub. It's freaking cold anyway. Right. <laughs> turn, on the, turn on the damn tap and sit in the damn thing. You'll be all right. Right. It, we, we talk about what kind of food are you putting in your body? And like Sean, who was, was one of my colleagues that came in and did this, he actually took pictures and said, right, how old are you? Um, this is how old I am. Right. Great. How much, how, how much do you think you need um, for a day like today where you're playing six hours of basketball? How much food do you think you need? And they were like, well, I think you need one of those bowls and you need two of those bowls. And um, he's like, okay. He's like, so what if I turned out and told you you needed six of those bowls because you played six hours of basketball. You burn about four and a half thousand calories and you're currently, you're currently inputting into your body about 450. And then you can see where the kids' minds are blown going. Right. <laughs> and, and the thing is, they're burning it too. Like yeah. you and I, we're getting older. We don't, yeah. like, yeah. I, I, I have one of two ways. I can eat less <laughs> or I can exercise more. You know, they're, they're not at that stage. If, we want, if you want to put any mass on them, I mean, they have no yeah. idea how much they're burning. No, oh, they, they they had they had absolutely no clue. And then another thing that another one of the coaches, one of the coaches that we know, uh, Mac, who's our performer again, I keep saying Max, Max got like a wealth of information. He's he's an interesting guy for you to talk to. You know, I'd love to have him on the podcast. Um, his name is Ian McLeod. Um, he's our performance and mentoring officer. He's actually the assistant BBL coach for the Eagles. Um, he, he's a fantastic guy to talk to. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Um, you send me that you send me a stuff. I'll get that. Would be I would love to sit and have a whole hour conversation about. Yeah, know. I mean, I mean, even like he, the kind of stuff that he comes out with it because he works with Alan Keane as well, who's like the head coach for the under 18s Euro Boys, and and like he's he's done some crazy stuff this year. I mean, he they got a promotion out of Division B. Um, they finished in seventh place in the world for under 18s. That's unheard of for England, right? Um, Great Britain won the wheelchair basketball championships of the world. They beat Team USA. Um, that was sick. Like we we didn't we no one no one expected them to position that alone to win the entire thing right. and beat the US. Right. That wheelchair basketball. That's ridiculous, you know. But like, yeah, it's a, it's a it's a great time to be in the sport for us. And, and like Ian Ian would would be a fantastic guest for you. I know you'd love having a conversation with him. I'll kind of put put the two of you together and see okay. what you guys. That'd be come. awesome. So you're thinking fundamentals. You're thinking off the court. You're thinking, I'm thinking progress sheets. Progress sheets. 
kiss um, basically kissing it you know keeping yeah. it simple stupid yeah. and that's it yeah and 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 basic and what i wanted to kind of is set the set the baseline for kids coming through the program so that the coach for the under 16s next year says oh you know hey coach this is this we're looking at these kids i'm like great here's all the resources that we have and we have like a share drive right of the kids uh, this is their kind of progress and should you want to pick one of these kids because we don't we don't say oh the under 14s need to move to the under 16s no no you go through trials again right i have a six kid a six foot five kid out of barcelona that, that rocks up to the uk because his dad gets a job right I want to look at that kid as well right you know, i think i think a key i think the i think the the analogy is it's like i'm the i'm the um I'm the geometry algebra two teacher and you're the algebra teacher. You're, you, I got to make sure that they have that before they get to me. That That's it's kind of that progression in mathematics, right? You can't take calculus into taking pre-calc. So what you need to do as a program, I think that's awesome is basically they're going to know in a year or two that when you say this, this is what they're going to be able to do. That's, and what that's you, what we've made a conscious effort this year as coaches to use very similar terminology. Right. And, it, it is, it is, it has been, it's been a challenge because I'm not born and raised here. Right. So clearly there's a different terminology that I would use. Right. Right. Uh, for example, I talked to a coach that currently um, works with the under 20 women, um, Jeff Jones. Um, if you Google him, I'm pretty sure, you know, you and him probably have cross paths. Okay. Um, U.S. coaches is his daughter plays for England as well. Uh, Georgia Jones. Um, uh, son Callum Jones plays for Worcester Wolves, and he's one of those guys that that he was a scout, I think, for Cincinnati. Hey. He was a scout for Cincinnati at some point. Yeah, I was talking to him, and he was, he he's like he, he's a very, oh well, um, you, you got a curl this and then you stop and pop, right? and like you can't use that kind of language from one coach to the other, right? Uh, because if you're looking at a twelve year old, he gets used to that kind of language when he gets to the under fourteen or I mean, uh, the under sixteen levels where it's a different coach, the coach is going to struggle just to make him understand some basic stuff because we've all been using different terminology for it. Right. Um, do you say something very simple as um, we're inbound the ball, you must curl to the ball, right? right. Curl to the ball is like, yeah, can you use C-cut? Can you make a C-cut? And um, which one do you, get, do you Do you use helpline? Do you use, do you use things like that? Do you? Yeah. Use, we, yeah. Well, that, that's we use helpline. We use C cuts. We use uh, breakouts. We use um, use your lead hand and then back pedal versus you know. So there's just some common terminology sure. that we've all agreed this year to kind of use. Okay. Where rather than turn on tell a kid who's 12 years old, you got to sit in your stance. Right. You don't sit in anything. Right. You actually play defense. Right. By actually getting into your stance, you don't sit. To sit right. down in your stance. We've 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 made a like as coaches. So there's like there's like eight coaches during in the academy. And we've all, including Ian, um, that we've all made a conscious effort this year to kind of use the same terminology. Um, and that will take and, time for that to kind of yeah. So percolate it's like we're we're teaching the kids how to play transition. We want a parallel sideline pass. We want to make sure we offer middle. So those kind of rather than turn around and say right. Uh, run the lanes, make sure we're constantly in the middle of the floor. It's just, it's making sure that we use a consistent, uh, the consistent use of the right language through the course of the age group so that the kids don't get confused. And it's, then the new kids that come in are able to slot in quite easily because the other kids kind of say, this is what it means. Right. <laughs> this is what I've been here a few years 
this is what it means. Don't panic. And what percentage of kids move up from 14 to 16? 80%? There is, um, there, I'd say there's about a 60%, which is not, which is not great. Right. Uh, 60% is what it is because they a go lot somewhere of else or they're not good. Uh, a lot of the kids end up moving. So a lot of the kids, some of the kids end up uh, being shell shocked by the entire thing. Okay. Um, turn around and saying, right, this is not for me. I'm didn't right. enjoy this at all. Right. The fact is we, uh, the, some, some kids are like that. They just don't like the pressure. And, and the, like I tell everyone, I said, not everybody will thrive in this environment because it is a performance environment. Right. If you, serious about where you want to go it is my job to work double double as hard as you are right um to make sure that we are getting you to the goals that you want to so my rules with the kids also during a game is i will not sit down in a game that you are playing if you don't stop working hard the only time i will sit down is if i think you are not working hard and they're like oh coach so this year my under 14 started like oh coach last year with the under 18 did you sit down I was like, yeah, I sat down one game. I sat down in the second quarter. We came back to win it by 30. Uh, but just because I That's turned That's it, nonverbal that they'll be able to cue on That's real it. quick. That's it. And like, down. And like the, the, the guys on the bench going, oh, crap, he sat down. Right. I just sat down, put my tactics board to the side, and I just sat down, put, 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 folded my hands. My body language said it all. I felt, folded my hands and kind of just put my hand on my, on my, uh, on my chin and kind of went, okay, this is where we're at. <laughs> And like the entire bench turns around going, he's never sat down. We've played like a whole bunch of games. This guy never sits down. And then he realized they all turned around. Like, Remember what he said? He said, if he'll sit down, if he thinks that we're not playing hard enough. And I was like, I said, I cannot, I can teach you how to play basketball, but I can't teach you hard. Right. That's something that you must come with. And that, and, can, and that also comes from other people on the bench in the court. I mean, they have to be able to pick each other up because they're not all going to be up here all the time, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, and and, yeah. That, and that's it. So we, we this is another thing we talked about. We're going. Um, are you um, are you acceptable? Are you exceptional? And if you were, if you've moved from acceptable to exceptional, you must understand that exceptional has now become the new acceptable. Right. The new. Right? The, new gotta, the new mean. The, yes. The new. Yes. That's it. That's the new mean. Yeah. So you you've got to make sure that the the what what are you? And we we just constantly do that. We turn around. We walk in. Um, and we have like seven, seven things that, that we kind of uh, drill home with the kids. So seven core values within our academy that we talk about. Uh, one of them is selflessness. And um, uh, we, we, we like we walk in. Uh, I'll, I'd walk in and there'll be one. You always know there's always that one 12-year-old kid that's trying to shoot from the halfway line. He said that. He's like, yep, that's what I'm training, training for. I'm going to shoot from the halfway line for right. that end of game situation that he will not be on the floor for. And at the, the, the end of the day, I turn around and I ask these kids, I was like, are you a um, leisure athlete? Or are you a performance athlete? He's like, oh, coach, I'm a performance athlete. I said, then where is your selflessness? Because I've got, I've got nine guys sitting on the side, foam rolling and stretching prior to practice even beginning, right. which involves a stretch and a warm-up, a dynamic right. and a static stretch. Uh, I said, they are being selfless to their teammates because they want to try and make sure that they are practice ready, hence game ready. Right. And that's when kids are like, okay, that's yeah. Okay. You know, <laughs> I love that you call it halfway too. I call it half court. So half court, yeah, the halfway, the halfway line. That's what yeah. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things, isn't it? It is. Um, what else do we 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 do another thing where we kind of uh, talk talk to the kids and ask them what the seven core values are, and we go through this during camp. 
uh, bravery, uh, communication, selflessness, respect, reflective. They're, they're, they're all part of our value, core values. And um, this year, I think one of the things I'm going to try and drive home with this age group, and it's going to be one that I probably need to pick up with you at some point. How do I instill a sense of confidence without the obvious it will come with time? Okay, so while you want to, you have to show them success, um, it might not always be on the court. Um, there can be other kinds of success that can build their confidence. Can you, can, I mean, going to Edinburgh sounded like it built their confidence. Some. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, I, I had like one of my big kids and who never, who couldn't say anything in the first game. Right. Um, and the first game we lost by like four or something ridiculous. Right. And I actually, in some strange way, I actually liked the fact that we lost that first game. Cause it lit a fire under them. They were like, you know, right. we first game I was like, he's like, look at the size of us. We're just, we're, 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 we're quite a large team and we can run the floor and we've all played basketball before. And so they went and they did really well at camp to then go to Edinburgh and like, is there that. a way that you can schedule some, some things during the season either? Or is your schedule? Right, so is that, are you talking about like, like friendly games and stuff yes. like that? Yeah, 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 definitely. I, I can. I we're we're not we're not curtailed in any sort of form. I'm 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 still head coach of that age group. I can do what the hell I want. And you know when the hard ones are coming? Do you yeah. know who your hard opponents yeah. are? Gonna be? Yeah. So so uh, with us is, um, we're usually there's like there's a huge rivalry between three of us. So I would say it's us, Newcastle, Manchester, because Manchester had John Amici who went and ended up in the in the NBA. So he has a huge foundation and he has his own building and stuff for his right. kids to come through. They come out of the John Amici center. Um, and it's between us, um, the, the, and Birmingham, um, Birmingham being the multicultural city that they have, that they are. Um, Hakeem Olajuwon. Yep. Hakeem Olajuwon has his own club in Birmingham. He lives in Birmingham now. Oh, he does. Yeah. 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 His, his son, his son plays for Birmingham Rockets. What great um, is he? Well, how old is he? He is an under sixteen now. Is he huge? Not not as big as dad. No, not as big as dad. So yeah, so that might be that might be one way. I I would I would definitely try to schedule some. You know, maybe you know you have a tough little stretch here. You got to rebuild them back up. Go, yeah. you go get some friendlies. You know, I, I I'm always a big believer in that. Um, oh yeah. Especially, you don't have to do that when they get older because they can kind of fight through it on their own. But they're they're they're. <laughs> It goes back to like their body. I mean, everything is so fragile at that. They're just trying to figure yeah. out who they are, to be honest yeah. with you. Like as yeah. people, not even as yeah. basketball players. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They, so. they, 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 you just hit the nail on the head. They are. They, I, was, I turned around and told them, I said, you know, it's like, oh, coach, what play are we going to run? I'm like, we're going to play basketball. How about that? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't, if I wanted robots, I'd stay at home. And, and, yeah. sit on my and, and they like structure, though. If you, yeah, if, going back to the practice thing they i'm not saying I'm, I'm just saying that they know that this is the way their world kids like structure i'm not saying dictatorial i'm saying structure that they know that i should do this now it gives them it's it's like knowing they're going to get tucked in when they're six years old you know it's just it's that comfort of knowing it um you know because i'm married to a psychologist and she tells me that all the time it's it's that, it's that structure stuff that makes them feel good. Then within that structure is where you can do your, you know, Hey, this is the way you should come out every day. This is like you said, this is where we put our water. They like that. Yeah, um, yeah. because they, they know that that's the way I their say, world is. Yeah. 
Hey, everybody, if you like the podcast, make sure you subscribe, like, leave a review, jump up and down, run around your house, whatever you need to do. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.